Good morning, Dad. You should be up by now. Can I marry Leo yet? Good morning to you too, Mina. And no, you can't marry him. My answer is the same as it was yesterday, the day before, and every day before then. I had to give it a try. You never know. Today could have been the day you decided to start caring about your daughter's happiness. Why are you so insistent on making me out to be the bad guy? I'm only trying to protect you from committing to a life decision you'll most likely end up regretting. I can see your relationship coming undone clear as day. Oh, wow. Thank you for the clairvoyant reading, but I can't give up on the love of my life simply because you, for some inexplicable reason, find him undeserving of me. Inexplicable reason? Have you listened to anything I've said to you? I've been far too lenient. I should have nipped that relationship in the bud. Please tell me you're joking. Are you really going to prevent me from marrying anyone you consider lower class? You didn't mind us dating, so why are you so against him now? That's because you said he was a biochemistry major who was planning to pursue higher education. I thought he'd get into a medical school and make up for his poor background. Why do you assume that? Have I ever said he wanted to become a doctor? I'm certain you mentioned that once. Something about how your future husband was going to be a doctor? Yes, a doctor as in an academic with a doctoral degree, not an MD. Why do you have such a selective memory? I've told you a million times he was getting a PhD. Well, I thought he was going to do that on top of medical school. Besides, that was one of the reasons I assumed he had some fortune to his name. How else would he afford to spend so much money on his studies? It's a fully funded program. He receives a teaching stipend in exchange for working as a research assistant. And how much is that stipend? Around 30000 a year, but his income's going to increase once he gets a full-time job. Is that so? Because I have yet to hear about a single soul who's earned millions being an entomologist. It's as though he carefully evaluated all of his options and purposefully picked the worst degree he could. How could I let you marry someone so irresponsible? Why are you being so insensitive? He can study whatever he finds interesting. Who needs millions to be happy anyway? We could live on 20000 a year and be content with our lives. Where are you getting that number from? It's less than what minimum wage workers earn in our state. See, this is part of the problem. You have no idea how money works in the real world. And whose fault is that? If you wanted me to be responsible with my finances, you would have at least let me get a part-time job. Instead, you've been keeping me locked up at home. The only reason you're locked up at home is that you refuse to go out and socialize with your peers. I want you to have a carefree life full of excitement and adventure without ever having to worry about money, and all you do is stay at home and sulk. Well, the life you've envisioned for me is not at all what I want. I hate traveling for leisure. It takes me weeks to fully get over jet lag. And excitement and adventure tire me out. I just want to do something productive with my life. And I want to do it next to the one I love. Does your dear Leo feel the same way? I bet he's dying to experience the high life. In fact, that's probably why he's so eager to marry you. He wants to use you. Now you're saying he's only with me because of your fortune? Are you insinuating I am not worthy of his love? He's the one who's unworthy of your love. He makes barely any money, he lives on a small apartment with a roommate, and he's getting a PhD in entomology. You freak out when you see a ladybug and you're marrying a future entomologist? Well, money's just money and entomology is a very respectable field of study. Those insects even begin to look adorable after some time. Besides, he's researching the mechanisms of insect cognition. How can you not find that fascinating? Are you being serious right now? How did you even manage to meet someone like him? 
I've been so careful to keep you away from dangerous opportunists. I want you to stop insulting him. I was the one who approached him first. He didn't even know I came from a wealthy family. We met at the European Congress of Psychology in Milan. He was talking to someone in German, and when that guy left, I asked him to help me practice my German pronunciation. That's when I found out he was from the U.S. too. He speaks German? He does. He speaks four languages, English, German, French, and Italian. Isn't that great? And he plays the violin. He's just wonderful in every conceivable way. If you agreed to meet up with him, you'd see that he's truly an exceptional person. There's no need for me to get chummy with every guy you get infatuated with. Are you even sure he's telling the truth about his skills? Where would he get the money to attend all those classes? Yes, he's telling the truth. How do I know that? Because all five of my senses are functioning pretty well. His parents worked very hard to make sure he didn't have to miss out on any clubs or activities his peers got to enjoy. And now he's working hard to repay their kindness. I'm telling you, he's not trying to take advantage of me. I'm still not buying that, but I can see that you're clearly smitten with him. I am! So I'll give him a chance to prove he has what it takes to become a part of this family. You will? Really? Thank you so much! I promise you won't regret it! Not so fast, Mina. I have two conditions. One, he has to earn three million in exactly a year's time. Two, he has to do it without your financial aid. I'll make sure to check where every penny came from. Three million pre-tax? He has to have three million in his bank account in a year's time. It goes without saying that loans of any kind are not permitted. Can I help him non-financially? Sure, I suppose that's fine. Okay, he can do that. Three million isn't that much money, right? I mean, I know it's a lot, but it's not anything unobtainable. Of course, it's pocket change for people like us. But if he fails to fulfill those conditions, you'll have to forget about marrying him. You can have your fun, but he'll never be legally bound to us. Is this about the money? Because we were going to get a prenup anyway. Prenups only trap people in unhappy marriages. If he wanted to get your money and divorce wasn't an option, I imagine he could use some kind of poison from one of his insects to get rid of his wife inconspicuously. God, that is such a morbid thing to say! Well, that's just how their brains are wired. People like him, who are struggling to get by, will do just about anything for money. You should beware of them. Appearances can be deceiving. They'll charm you, and the next thing you know, you're six feet underground. He's not like that. He wouldn't even hurt a fly. Or, well, maybe he would, but it'd be for science, so that's different. Sure, because there's always a justification. We seem as inhumane to them as those insects, Mina. And once they've stopped seeing us as regular humans, everything's fair game. I need you to be very careful. What are you saying? You can find cruel people in every socioeconomic class. Does it really matter if they commit crimes themselves or outsource them to some random goons? You don't understand. Once they learn you have some money, they become bloodthirsty predators trying to rip their innocent prey apart. That's why we have to protect ourselves. That's why we live in a gated community with 24-7 security. Sure, rich people may come after you, but at least they won't do it for something as trivial as a few hundred dollars. You're right. The rich only harm others for noble reasons, like getting back at them for looking at them wrong or for bad-mouthing them on Twitter. Do you think I live under a rock? Do you think I haven't heard stories of pretentious, entitled snobs ruining people's lives over the most insignificant of things? I've been studying psychology for years. I know how to distinguish good people from bad, regardless of their status, power, or wealth. Why is it so difficult for you to trust me? The one I'm having a difficult time trusting isn't you, it's your boyfriend. The only reason I'm offering him a way to prove himself is that I trust your judgment. 
If he so much as raises his voice at you, I'll get rid of him for good. For being an innocent prey, you sure do threaten people a lot. It's only self-defense. You always strike first before they get a chance to act. Now you're scaring me. I am afraid you're far too naive, Mina. I am not going to be around forever. I want your spouse to be someone you can trust unconditionally and rely on for the rest of your life. I know you just want to protect me, but sheltering me from everything isn't going to make me stronger. I need to take risks. I need to make mistakes. How else can I be equipped to deal with whatever life throws my way? So you agree that you're making a mistake? I'm taking a risk. For once in my life, I'm doing something you disapprove of, but I believe with all my heart that this is the right thing to do. I'll tell Leo about your conditions, and once he fulfills them, I'll marry him. I wish you the best of luck. I want it to work out just as much as you do. Somehow, I really doubt that. Good evening. Are you home? Yes, I just got back. Did you get a chance to speak with your father? I did, but as expected, it didn't go too well. If it's about marriage, we can always wait a few more years. Hopefully, by then, my salary will be high enough. It's not just about getting a thin piece of paper, Leo. It's about him accepting you as the one I want to spend the rest of my life with. It's been an uphill battle, but right now we're closer to that goal than we've ever been before. How so? Well, he agreed to let us get married if you manage to earn $3 million in a year. Isn't that great? You just have to do it without my help or any loans. $3 million USD? Yes. Why? Is there a problem? Mina, I can't possibly earn that much. Most of my time is divided between working on my thesis, teaching, and sleeping. I suppose I could get by on five hours of sleep, but it's going to have a negative effect on my cognitive functions. Even if I did have time, I'm not sure I'd ever be able to reach a point when my net income equals $250,000 a month. $250,000 a month somehow sounds far more unreachable than $3 million a year. I'm sorry, I got excited and accepted his offer without thinking it through. It's alright, I've always admired your ability to take on any challenge. No matter how formidable, with great optimism and determination. But what good is optimism if it's not grounded in reality? My father was right, I really am far too naive. That's just not true. But it is! Do you know what I said when our maid told me she was renting her apartment? I told her she was being irresponsible with her finances and she should have just bought a small house. I wasn't a child either, I was 18. Her bewildered gaze still haunts me. Why am I so ignorant? I feel like I can't do anything right without making someone feel bad. We all make mistakes, but people can always learn and change for the better, Mina. You know, once when I was around 14 or 15, I got so frustrated that my parents couldn't afford to send me on a field trip. I told them they shouldn't have had a child if they weren't ready to provide for him. Oh, that's harsh. It is, isn't it? I felt horrible about it the moment I heard the words out loud, but I just couldn't bring myself to admit I'd made a mistake. I just sat in my room all day, brooding. In the evening, when my mother brought me a fruit platter and apologized to me for not working hard enough, I couldn't hold it in any longer. I hugged and apologized profusely for what I'd said. She praised me and said she'd always believed our shortcomings could be the best teachers we could ask for. Please don't feel too bad about the past. All that matters is that you've learned from it and become a more compassionate person. Do you really think so? Of course. I'm not sure what teenage Mina was like, but the woman I know now would never trivialize others' problems. Well, thank you very much for believing in me. I promise I'll do everything in my power to get you that three million. But what is there to do? I don't even have much to my name that I could sell off. There must be a way. He said I couldn't help you financially, but maybe I could help you in another way. 
I don't have a lot of connections, but I do know a wealthy, not horrible person or two. What if they could help out? I could reach out to my aunt or contact the White House. Sorry, what? Your contact at the White House? Yes, when I was 17, our school picked a few students for an educational program for young political leaders. I met him there. Top graduates would get a chance to intern in Congress. That's where he got his start. A program for young leaders? Sounds like an interesting experience. Sure, I guess. Not that I would know. They kicked me out in a few days. What? Why? Do you promise you won't laugh at me if I tell you what happened? I promise I'll try. Well, one day at lunch, some students jokingly started debating which U.S. president was the most handsome. Soon everyone around the table joined in. You can already tell where this is going, right? I don't have the slightest idea. Well, everyone kept repeating the same two to three names, so I thought, I'm not going to sit here and try to fit in. So I said I thought Nixon was the best-looking U.S. president. That's the reason they kicked you out? I mean, I can see why they might have found that troubling. Yes and no. One of the girls across the table was really keen on opposing me. She was all like, He was a criminal, Mina! Do you have no sense of integrity? And I was like, we're not judging his moral character, Mandy. It's purely about physical appearance. Anyway, we ended up getting into a heated argument and I threw a prawn at her. They kicked both of us out of the program because we weren't taking it seriously enough. I'm at a loss for words. Did you say you were 17 when that happened? I know, I was a little out of control. It's pretty mortifying to write all this out. But I have nothing to hide from my future husband, right? Sure. I'm happy to get to know this new side of you. Though, from now on, I'm going to feel a little concerned every time you compliment my appearance. Oh, no, why? You look nothing alike. I'd say you look more like a young Woodrow Wilson, another top contender. I see you've put a lot of thought into this. What can I say? I've always had more free time than I knew what to do with. I've picked up a bunch of unnecessary information over the years. For example, I can list every known emperor of China chronologically. Has that knowledge ever come in handy? Nope, not once, but... It's in there. Well, I think it's impressive. That counts for something, right? Of course. I can't wait to demonstrate it the next time we meet. Sorry, we got sidetracked so quickly. <laughs> anyway, I'll try asking my aunt first. She might be able to think of something. All right. Good evening, Auntie. Are you free to talk? Sure. What is it? Can you help me find a way of making three million in a year? It's urgent. What happened? Are you in trouble? I'll call your father. No, no, it's just that Dad finally gave in to my demands and allowed me to marry Leo, but on the condition that he earns three million in a year. We're not quite sure how he's supposed to do that, parallel to his work and studies, so I was wondering if you had any ideas? I see. Well, there are a lot of things that come to mind. If it were me, I'd just try to find or come up with a high-margin digital project that a lot of people were willing to buy. Could he find that in time? Who knows? Uh, for some people, it takes a few months. For others, it never happens. Don't you have any quicker ways? You can't wish millions into existence overnight, Mina. It takes time and effort. And above all else, it almost always requires some starting capital. I am not going to encourage you to do anything reckless or illegal. But we have to find a way. Listen, Mina, why don't you wait for a few more years? Trust me, a marriage contract is almost always a huge headache. You're 27, you have your whole life ahead of you. If, by the time he starts making enough money, you're still in love with him, I'm sure Sebastian will let you marry him. 
But what if he doesn't? He hates everyone who's not from the upper class, whatever that means to him. That's just not true. He doesn't hate me. He doesn't hate our parents. You know, we grew up in a working class household, right? You did? But father's never mentioned that before. We did, yes. Your grandfather worked as a construction worker for over a decade. He was a hard-working, frugal man. Once he'd managed to save up enough, he invested in some promising real estate he'd overheard his wealthy bosses discussing. After that, after a string of successful investments, his fortune just kept growing. We learned a lot from him. I wish he'd lived long enough to meet you. I can't believe Dad never told me about him. And I can't believe I've never looked deeper into the origins of our wealth. I just took it all at face value. But now I'm even more confused as to why he's so against me marrying out of our class. Does he have something against Leo specifically? The fact that he offered you a way to marry him means he somewhat accepted the possibility of the two of you getting married. What is it then? He is going to hate me for telling you, but I think you're old enough to know the truth. The truth about what? Mina, your mother didn't die in a car crash when you were three. She died during a botched burglary when an electrician who'd worked at your house before broke in. Since her identity was never disclosed publicly, he decided to make up a different story. He thought it'd be better for you not to know what really happened. He sold the house and moved out of state with you. Ever since that day, Sebastian's become paranoid, distancing himself from anyone whose income doesn't meet his criteria of a rich person. I don't know what to say. That explains so much of his behavior over the years. I, I need some time to process this. Of course, take as much time as you need. Dad, I changed my mind. I, I don't want to get married yet. I called Leo last night. We'll wait a few more years until he's got a stable source of income. That's great, but why did you change your mind all of a sudden? Until I told me about what happened to Mom. I saw the article about our old house. I'm going to have a stern word with her. Please, don't be mad at her. I'm glad she told me the truth. I wish you'd said it to me sooner. I'm sorry, but... I was just trying to shield you from hearing about such atrocities. But I hear about these things daily in the news and from people around me. I know it's awful, but we can't let the scum of the earth poison our lives. That man wasn't the representative of all working class people. He was just an evil individual who's dead and gone. I know it won't be easy, but could we work on overcoming this together? What do you mean? Well, maybe we could start attending some counseling sessions. Before you say those don't work, remember your daughter spent over seven years studying psychology. All right, I suppose that could be worth a shot. Really? Are you sure? Of course. If it makes you feel more at ease, let's do it. I guess today's the day I decide to start caring about my daughter's happiness. You know I didn't mean it like that. Since we're having a heart-to-heart -heart conversation, can I also start working? One step at a time, Mina. Okay, sorry, I got ahead of myself. My father and I have been attending regular therapy sessions since that day. It's by no means some magic cure that fixes everything, but I think it's helped us alleviate some of our stress and anxieties. Leo got his PhD and started working for the federal government. He makes a little over 200000 annually, which my father has deemed acceptable. After seeing his first paycheck, he finally agreed to meet and speak with him. Over time, he was won over by his intelligence, diligence, and thoughtfulness. Soon after our first counseling session, I started working as a psychiatrist. We also started seeking out professionals who'd help us manage and grow our wealth. 
In a few years, with a little help from my father, our combined annual income surpassed the three million mark. And while we did move in together, we chose not to marry. We'd spent so many years living like this, a marriage certificate had somehow lost its value. On a more subconscious level, it might have also had something to do with my father's words. I hadn't realized how much courage stepping out of my comfort zone would take, but with the help of my loved ones, I feel like I'm finally ready to step into the world that's been just out of my reach for so long.